minutes after the hour. Good to have you with us here on the Around the House program. And we'll be here a couple hours talking about that special place that you and I call home. Merry Christmas. I'm saying that because this is going to be a Christmassy show. Uh, you know, off and on, we're going to do our gifts for the handyman thing that we do. I've done this every year for, gosh, I don't know, 20 plus years, I guess. Uh, gifts for the handyman. And of course, you'll forgive me, I'm not, not a really woke guy. When I use the shorthand handyman, you know, I mean handy, woman, kids, whoever, uh, you know who you are. But that's a, a short way of saying, I'm, I refuse to say handy person. I'm just not going to do that. So anyway, we'll talk about gifts for, the, oh, let's put it this way, the handy folks in your life. How does that sound? And and uh, I've got some ideas, and I hope if you have some too, you can give us a call at 719 473 1240 if you've got some ideas of something you found that you just think that was irresistible uh, for the workshop or the garage or the car or the camper or the boat whatever situation is at uh, at your house we'll talk about those off and on throughout the program today we'd love to hear from you if you want to check in we have live email at aroundthehouse.com which is i see right here in the studio and if you want to call of course that's the preferred way is to Give us a holler at 719-473-1240. So here's a little cutie that uh, I want to start with. I, I don't have a – I can't tell you who sent this to me, uh, but I wish I would if I – there's no header on this email. But I thought these were kind of random thoughts, okay? Some of these are pretty good, okay? Uh, let's see. My goal for 2023 will be to lose – 10 pounds i did this last year i only have 15 to go so i'll try it again this year ate salad for dinner mostly croutons and tomatoes really just one big round crouton covered with tomato sauce and cheese okay fine i was a pizza i ate a pizza okay how to prepare tofu you may be interested in this throw it in the trash and grill some meat that's my the tofu tofu recipe I just did a week's worth of cardio after walking into a spider web. I've I've done that. Let's see. I don't mean to brag, but I finished my 14-day diet in three hours and 20 minutes. Okay. A recent, this is probably my favorite, a recent study has found that women who carry a little extra weight live a lot longer than the men who actually mention it. Don't you'd like to know that? Kids today don't know how easy they have it. When I was young, I had to walk nine feet through shag carpet to change the TV channel. Remember back when we were kids and every time it was below zero out, they closed the school? Uh, me neither. Yeah, I remember standing out at zero uh, waiting for the school bus. I may, not be that, uh, I may not be that funny or athletic or good-looking or smart or talented. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. I like that. A, th- a thief broke into my house last night. You'll like this, Matt. A thief bro- broke into my house last night. He started searching for money, so I woke up and searched with him. And my dentist told me I need a crown. I was like, I know, right? And let's see, This the last one is, I think I'll just put an out-of-order sticker on my forehead and call it a day. Uh, oh, here's a reminder. When daylight saving time uh, comes back, uh, I think it's going to be the second week in March, I believe, or something. Don't forget to set your bathroom scale back 10 pounds on Saturday night before we change the clocks. I like that, too. Anyhow, good to have you with us here on the on the program. You know, this gifts for the handyman thing, I've done this. I did it in my newspaper columns for years, and I've done it on the, on the program. One of my pet peeves is 
getting kids involved early using tools. It's a pet peeve of mine because my dad did that with me. And matter of fact, by the time I was, I don't know, nine or 10 years old, I could wire a switch and an outlet. I could solder a copper pipe, that sort of thing. So I was fortunate to have a dad who appreciated using tools. That was It was a, a good way to use up time to get a lot of satis- personal satisfaction about building and repairing things. And so I'm lucky to have had that part of my background. And of course, I went on to building houses and doing some home inspecting and doing this program and my columns and so on. So what I'm trying to say here before we get talking about these gifts, boys and girls starting around first grade age, which is what, like six, and, six or seven, uh, you really – Kind of boys and girls, by the way, because girls go out on their own. They need to know how to how to tighten up a, a hinge or a doorknob, or you know, just do something around the house and you know, change a light bulb. Some people are intimidated by that, but just the little jobs that need to be done around the house. I think boys and girls learn teach them early because if they learn early, they learn know how to respect tools, especially. Uh, pocket knives and saws and things that would be a little dangerous and you know i've carried a pocket knife and i have one right here in my pocket uh since i don't know probably around that age six or seven years old i've had a pocket knife you know what we call used to call a jack knife in my pocket for virtually forever and uh i i just um think you know i have i'm not afraid of it and so if you teach your kids how to respect knives and tools and saws and and things that might you might think are a little dangerous, if you teach them how to respect them early, then uh, then they'll have a, a, a better life. Because I don't think there's anything sadder than a young couple starting out in their marriage and they don't know how to take care of things around the house or the apartment. So start kids off early. And, and the reason I'm leading up to this is there are really age-appropriate tool set kits and tool pouches that you can get for little kids in your life that have a little you know a pair of pliers and a hammer and maybe a uh, maybe a knife maybe not depends on the age i guess and a tape measure with a carpenter's pencil maybe a little apron in there you get the idea so if you've got little grandkids in your life that are are around that first grade and up age find an appropriate kids tool pouch or tool box or tool kit for them i think that's a big deal because kids eventually go out on their own and they need to know how to take care of things around the house that's hence the name of the of the program let's see 719-473-1240 is our is our contact uh uh line and we have live email at aroundthehouse.com the first uh gift i'm going to talk about which you uh you may not have one most people don't have is a power washer it's invaluable around the house around the garage and the yard to clean uh, the driveways concrete slab in the garage rvs sidewalks uh clean your car power washers are really handy to have around and they're not terribly uh expensive uh you can find them for less than a hundred dollars not that not all that powerful but you can find like a 2300 psi model for 89.99 dollars that kind of thing uh and up and as as we get closer to 3000 psi which is kind of the commercial grade of a power washer they get up to 150 bucks give or give or take something like that you can find them uh, online of course amazon and other places you can also uh go over to um 
uh, 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 one of the you know home centers, that kind of thing. And and uh, uh, Harbor Freight is another great place to f- look for inexpensive homeowner grade tools like a power washer. So if Dad doesn't have a power washer, what a great gift! He would really appreciate it for you and the kids to give Dad for for Christmas. And as I say, you don't have to spend a ton of money. Uh, for one and and i think that would be really appreciated there's a lot of uses for a power washer if you got an old deck for instance you can use the power washer to spray off all the old stain and paint chips and and kind of get it back to to pristine wood that you can then stain again so yeah fences also power washer on a fence can really clean those fence uh, fence boards up you get the idea Power washer is a very, very valuable thing to have in any workshop or garage. So if you don't have one in the family, there's an idea for you to run out and take a look. Harbor Freight. Uh, do you guys go to Harbor Freight at all? It's 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 a it's full it's it's fun place to browse. It's got nothing pretty much nothing but tools in it, but they're moderately and even low priced tools that are not quality that you might if you're a professional, for instance, but just for, for we homeowners. There's all kinds of tools and gadgets and gizmos over there that the kids would uh, uh, would like to browse and find stuff for dad. Inexpensive things like gloves and first aid kits and tape measures and that kind of thing. So uh, I don't want to discount either the, the Lowe's and Home Depot at Ace Hardware. But shop around. Power washer, good thing to have at your house if you don't have one now. 719-473-1240. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with your phone calls. And we had a lot of good email this week, so we'll do that right after this, right here on Around the House. If you're like me, you take your faithful garage door for granted. I'll bet you do, because I, I do. I, I, until a couple of weeks ago when I had Ed from Above the Rest Garage Door Company come out and do a tune-up. It was pretty painless. He was oh, there about 20, 30 minutes, that kind of thing. And I signed up for that premier membership program. It's a good deal, surprisingly inexpensive, and it includes two tune-ups a year every six months. And they'll come and adjust, lubricate the door, adjust the springs, tighten nuts and bolts, make sure it's operating properly and safely. So give them a call at 719-499-0491. And if you sign up for the membership, then they'll waive the 150 trip fee if you have an emergency. Uh, and odd hours, that kind of thing. So it was easy to do, ex- inexpensive, and I think your garage door will appreciate it because this is a hard season. The winter season is the hardest of all on your faithful garage door. So give them a call above the rest garage door. Ask about the premier membership, 719-499-0491. From your faucet to your furnace and everywhere in between, Ken Moon has solutions around the house. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. Hey there, music of the season. Merry Christmas and uh, happy Hanukkah. One of, uh, one of my dear friends celebrates Hanukkah, and he, I ran into him at the grocery store. He said it starts the 17th, which is like eight nights for Hanukkah. I think that's right. So it's it ends uh, kind of at when we start celebrating Christmas. Anyway, Merry Christmas to everybody in the audience. We hope you're having a great holiday season. It gets a little hectic, a lot of hustle and bustle in the Christmas season, and uh, it's I, it's worth it. It really is. I just always, I kind of complain about it as it comes, but then I get into it after a while, and it seems to, uh, seems to cheer me up. But uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm working on that. Anyway, 719-473-1240 is 21 minutes 
uh, after the hour. Here's an email from Mark, and I meant to do this last week because this is a situation in my house. Mark has an April air humidifier that produces ugly green slime on the screen, and the drain hose is an ugly brown color. Is this uh, an unhealthy situation? Well, probably not, but this means you got bacteria on that screen. Make sure you replace it each fall. You should have replaced it by now. Uh, you, people say, well, I, I soak it in vinegar. I can just clean it. Well, uh, these screens are coated with a fine material to make the wires more slippery so that the water will cascade off more quickly and evaporate more quickly. Uh, and if you re- use it and try to clean it, you don't get all the crud out of it. And so you may have, uh, you may not have cleaned yours this year. So I would just throw it away uh, without trying to fiddle with it and so on. Uh, mine gets, instead of ugly green bacteria, mine gets more uh, calcification of minerals, kind of little crystals of minerals on mine. And I throw it away every fall and replace it. I just did that uh, about a month ago. I guess or so. You can buy these online. You can get a two pack of your April Air for about fourteen, fifteen bucks, that kind of thing. Uh, but make sure. Okay, so uh, the uh, ugly brown color inside your drain hose uh, that kind of comes with the territory, and I, I I have it too, and I kind of ignore it. It doesn't really hurt anything. It's just material that's in the water that uh, kind of deposits on the inside of that clear plastic hose one way to to uh, get rid of this is to buy a non-clear hose get a, get a black rubber hose and you won't even see it anymore but just ignore the, the the dirt and crud in the hose from your humidifier but make sure i want mark i want to make sure your humidifier is piped to the hot water side of your plumbing system and is the water hot enough because i'm wondering if this deposit of bacteria and crud on the screen is because the water isn't hot enough so if there's no little kids or special needs folks in your house, turn the water heater up a little bit. Maybe 130 degrees or even 140 uh, would be okay, uh, if you, as long as you know it. You don't want to scald anybody, as I say, little kids or, or disabled people. But that will help kill the bacteria in your humidifier. It'll also allow you to take longer showers because showers uh, and laundry loads too. Showers and laundry are a mix of hot and cold water. So if a little hotter water in your water heater will mean you can take take a longer shower if you uh, if you want. Finally, you didn't say if you're on a community water system. Sometimes a well water and small community water systems like you find up in the mountains or out in the uh, plains, these little uh, community systems, you know, the water is okay, but there may be some bacteriological issues. Uh, you can do a water test on your water you can go to the county health department. They'll give you a little, uh, actually a couple little vials with some labels and stuff. And you teach you how to, it's a little complicated how to do the test, but you can do your own microbiological water test if you're on a well or a community system. That may be part of the issue, but I would start with the hot water. Some I'm amazed at how many humidifiers I see which are plumbed to the cold water side. So... People just don't realize that. The reason is that hot water, of course, evaporates more quickly than cold water, so we want to run hot water into the into the humidifier. But make sure you change that screen every fall for sure. And by the way, April Air is my favorite brand of humidifier. It's I've had one for years and years. I've got that new Model 600, which takes control of the furnace and turns the furnace on and off as the humidity goes down. It works pretty well. And 
Uh, but the April Air, no moving parts, it's self-cleaning. There are other brands, of course, uh, like Honeywell and so on, of, of these mesh or screen-type humidifiers. And so, yeah, throw that away and replace the screen every year. A little hotter water if, if it's not going to hurt anybody in the in the family, in your household. And uh, check the biology of your water if you're on a well. We don't have to worry about it with city water. City water is chlorinated and tested constantly. And so uh, our water here in the Rocky Mountains, and I'm sure up in uh, up up in Wyoming where you're listening to me, I think our water here is pretty good. And I, so there's not much to worry about in terms of sediment or sand or crud in it and it's well tested and pretty pure coming out of the out of the mountains so now in casper your water comes out of the river i don't think it comes out of the mountains but you get the idea modern city water systems uh, are pretty well treated to uh, prevent any problems with bacteria or other issues also for micro amounts of or even nano amounts of chemicals and so on these systems are very very highly monitored by the EPA and the state uh, folks. And so if on a city system, but you don't have to really worry, but on a community system or on a well, you got to keep track of things. There's such a thing as uh, uh, back to iron eating bacteria and other crud and bugs that can get in your well system. So it's good to check it once in a while. And you can have a well company come and shock the well if they have to with, with a bleach like material, to kill any germs that are in your well if, if, it, if they accumulate. You can go by kind of taste, but a smell also is a big deal. If you smell a sulfury kind of smell, sometimes that could be a bacteria uh, issue in your well water. So make sure you have a relationship with a well a well company uh, just to make sure you can test it and get, get, uh, get some relief when you need to in terms of well maintenance. 719-473-12. 40 here's a speaking of wells and uh country folks uh this is from robert i this is an interesting thing uh, robert says i smell a sewer gas odor all the time in the backyard and uh is there something i can do to lessen it what's going on well i'm i'm sure you have a septic system because i only get these complaints with people on septic systems because those of you that have your own private sewer and septic system the waste products stay on your property. The rest of us get to send it down the, the road to the uh, to the city sewer plant. So uh, there's a little more chance for odor uh, if you have a, uh, a septic system and a, and a septic tank at your house. The roof fence, which all of us have, they produce a little more odor uh, than folks here in the in the city. So uh, we we uh, we get rid of our sewage instead of hanging onto it like you do with a septic tank. One thing you can do, and if you may hire a plumber to do this or a roofer or something, you can try elevating your roof vents a little bit. St- stick some extension pipes on them so they're a little higher off the roof, and the wind will maybe uh, carry the odor away a little more quickly. You can do a one or two foot extension uh, just to let the breeze blow things uh, away. Uh, so try that. Sometimes it helps to put a 45-degree fitting on there to point the pipe uh, just at a 45-degree angle downwind to find out where the prevailing wind is. Usually it's out of the north. To, uh, so that can kind of help carry those fumes away. There's also various vents and filters you can buy online. I've seen these. Now there's a site, and I haven't checked this in a while, called sweetvent.com. You, can you check that see if that, Chris, is uh, still extant? They had some great little charcoal filter things that you can just stick right on the roof fence. 
uh, uh, it's a filtering system. You just glue it right on the end of the pipe. And But there are other versions of that, of, of filters and scrubbers, if you will, for the sewer vent odor. But start with the extension pipes, 45-degree angle downwind, and work your way up the food chain to the vent and filtration system. So I just thought uh, that I think that will help you with your quest. Because I know what you mean. You you know, if, if there's a certain wind, a certain direction, it'll blow that roof vent odor right out, right into your face if you're out uh, in the backyard, as you indicate. All right, 719-473-1240. We'll be right back with... More email and some more gifts for the handyman right after this, right here on Around the House. Well, I want to talk to you about Petrolli roofing. You know, wintertime, we don't think about roofs as much as we do, say, in the summer when there's hail around. But you may have damage you're not even aware of. So, once again this year, Petrolli Roofing is offering their winter prep package. Includes a 21-point roof inspection, up to 200 feet of gutter cleaning, and minor repairs to make sure your roof's ready for the remainder of the... i got a lot of winter to go here. So you want to make sure your roof is ready. It's only $199, but if more extensive repairs are needed, and you may not even be aware of it, uh, their competitive prices won't break the bank. And matter of fact, they'll help you with an insurance claim if one uh, is needed at your house. You may have hail damage, as I say, that you might might have been a hailstorm, you weren't home, you're on vacation, and you may have damage up there you're not aware of. Petroli can help you figure that out and sort all that out. These are the folks been around uh, more than 30 years now. The uh, My go-to roofer is Petroli Roofing. You can call at 719-375-8773 or PetroliRoofing.com. From your roof to your foundation and everywhere in between, Ken Moon has solutions around the house. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. Welcome back to the program. Uh, the, the guys, uh, uh, Matt and uh, Chris in the control room, just gave me the site. The Sweet Vent people, this is apropos of our conversation a few minutes ago. Uh, uh, there's no there's no site specifically, but there's a site called tough tight right t-u-f-t-i-t-e online and they carry the sweet vent air filter so um take a look at that also uh and you may be able to find these at you know i would maybe a place like big r they, they they're out there in the county and the country parts and menards up in the uh, up in the uh, wyoming area might have these also just filters to sweeten up the air coming off your uh, your sewer vents on the roof. Okay, back to gifts. We're talking about gifts for the handyman. And if you have something that you found at the home center that you think would be a great uh, you know, deal to, to recommend to the rest of the audience, you can give us a call. 719-473-1240 is our telephone number. I went through the, uh, the power washer thing uh, about 15, 20 minutes ago. Every workshop... Every garage workshop needs a, a, a power washer. Every home does, in my opinion, for RVs and trucks and fences and sidewalks and on and even decks. Uh, also, here's another one. Every home needs an air compressor. I have a little three-gallon air compressor uh, at, at my house. That I think I bought this at Harbor Freight. It was only like, I don't know, 69 bucks or something like that. Uh, and their prices are up a little from when I bought mine, but you can get a, oh, I don't know, three or four gallon one today for a hundred bucks, give or take, maybe a little less actually. And an air compressor around the house is invaluable, not just for car tires, which is what I use mine for mostly, 
Uh, I, you know, I want to, I have a, a, a car that, uh, I have a Ford that monitors my tire pressure. And, you know, when the water, weather gets warm, you got to take a little air out. But the weather's cool, cooling down like now, the pressure's a little low. I want to keep mine 35, 36 pounds in the morning. And so my little three-gallon air compressor has just worked so neat. I, I fill it up. Uh, you know, it takes about oh five minutes or so to to completely charge up and uh, and and get compressed, and then I just carry it around from wheel to wheel, and it's just so handy to not have to go to a gas station and fight all that. You know, got to put quarters in, and you know, the hoses get tangled up, and so on. You can also, of course, use your compressor for basketballs, bike tires, anything that needs air around the house. And again, you don't have to spend a lot of money for one. You don't need a big one like they have in a tire shop. Three gallons, four gallons, five maybe uh, is enough uh, for the average homeowner in the average uh, garage. And so uh, an air compressor, if you don't have one, I would sure recommend that you get one for dad. He'll really appreciate it. So look for an air compressor. You don't have to spend more than 100 bucks for one, and uh, it'll be appreciated all year round. Trust me. Let's go to line one now and talk to Stephen. You're on the air with Ken Moon around the house. Hi. What's going on, Stephen? Good afternoon. Happy early Merry Christmas. I would say right back at you, buddy. Hey, a couple things on your handyman gift list. Yeah. That I've discovered. Uh, Lowe's has these solar-powered LED lights, and they have a self-adhesive panel, so they charge in a day, and their motion sensor activated. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I stuck one in the center of the garage and another one up by the house. And what's kind of cool about it, I think it kind of keeps the bad actors away when that thing lights up full bore, when the motion sensor senses they're coming in. Now, I have one uh, that I screwed to the railing of my deck in the back, Steve, that all night long is kind of on low intensity, but if you get near it, it gets real bright. Is that what you're talking about? Correct. And I just think they're fantastic. Yeah. Like if you're out somewhere, you forget to turn the outside lights on. As you pull in, it lights up. It's really beneficial. You know, I'm glad you recommended that. I mean, I've, I've complained before about solar power and for our, our power grid and so on. The, the fact is that solar energy is kind of dilute. And you'll notice if you have a, a, a little spotlight that, that stays on all night long, it doesn't last all night long because you don't get enough charge, especially this time of year, to really get the battery uh, goosed up. So your solution is great because it only comes on when it needs to come on, right? Right, and of course, it's helpful if it's south-facing. If it's north-facing, well, you bet. Yeah. You're, you're probably not going to have as much light out of it. Yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, Batteries Plus has this really cool deal for the garage. It is a, it's an AC three-tier light bar that plugs into your normal garage, and, man, this thing lights up the whole place. I don't know how many lumens it puts out. It's like maybe 35 39 bucks. But I believe in a bright garage when you're working out there, man. Is that the one that screws yeah. into the, your existing uh, light, on, uh, uh, you know, right. existing fixture? Right. And it's got three tiers of lights, three different directions every 60 degrees. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's a great little item. I haven't any problem with it for a couple of years. And I like a bright garage when I'm doing projects. I like that, too. They're, they look like, yeah, as I remember, they look uh, at, uh, like three paddles. Uh, with maybe 50 little LEDs in each paddle, right? That kind of thing. And, and um, yeah, I, they, they right. are, I've, I've seen them in action. They are quite bright. And I do like a lot of light in the garage. And, of course, with LEDs, you're not spending a lot of money to light up the, 
Light up the garage, yeah. Good idea. Last last question. Kind of off the wall because I didn't get a chance to get in with John Creddy because he's their expert in horticultural and animals. Oh, yeah. Uh Anyway, I I pull in daughter's car to check fluids and all that usual stuff. I raise the hood, and here's a couple of eyes staring up at at me. It's a rabbit. Sure. And I'm going, uh, how do I get this thing out of it? Well, I, I put a plate of carrots and stuff on the ground. <laughs> you did I not. I carrot on a string. You did not. I carrot on a string. I did. And I don't know where this guy went. I left the garage door cracked open at night, maybe six, seven inches. And I didn't want him to run into the power side, you know, with all the belts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And become rabbits, too. But he was gone. I'm just wondering if it's a more elegant way to coax a rabbit out of your engine compartment. I don't know of any other than just to drive down to King Supers and see what happens, you know, take your chances. No, but <laughs> we can we can laugh about it, but there's a more sinister thing. When rabbits get into car engine compartments, they many times, and squirrels the same thing, they start chewing on the wiring. So there's a yes. danger there of short circuits and fire and everything else. Well, I, I don't know how to, you know, other than just to poke you know, with a yardstick or something, or or get a uh, you know yeah, something a flexible, uh, uh, you know, like a a sewer snake or something like that. But I would. Does she park her car outside, Steve? It is. But I brought it in just to check fluids and do projects. What, what yeah, I, I'll I, tell you I, what I would do. I, wherever if she parks in the same spot uh, every night, get some repels all. Uh, you've heard me talk about this uh, on yeah. the uh, on the on the show. It's it's the Bonite product. And spray that under where the car parks and all the way around to where the tires sit and kind of saturate it. And it lasts about four to six weeks. And the rabbit won't go anywhere near that car. So uh, th- that'll keep them, keep them at bay. Even squirrels or anything. It's an all-natural animal repellent that I've used to keep the deer away from my garden for years now. Matt, you're waving your, your hand because you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So On your comment on rabbits eating ignition wires and stuff it is a serious problem a friend of mine just down the road in pine creek and uh his daughter's car parked outside they were eating the insulation off the ignition wires sure sure and being a good old kansas farm boy he just got out of his pellet gun and started planking at him had some neighbors reading the right act you can't do that you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) were these rabbits or squirrels rabbits Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard stories too about you know you have an old crop duster thing you're storing in the barn all winter and the same idea you know you anytime there's I don't know why they like the wiring are they uh, there can't be any nutritional value of uh, maybe it just smells good to, I don't know what's going on it's a smell my understanding is the smell and taste issue to them it tastes like some sort of food source I don't know okay sure sure I had a uh, yeah I had. I was storing my golf clubs in my storage. I haven't had a storage. This is a different house I'm living in now. Storage uh, as part of a carport. And I had my golf clubs in there, and I had some really cool uh, socks over my woods and stuff. And I'll be darned, I, a squirrel family got in there, and they unraveled all of those all of those wood you know socks wood covers and made just made nests out of them they were just having a great time the yarn and little little munchy crunchy little nests and so on so anyway um you got to watch animals because they'll get up to no good but yeah i i would you probably you, you, you probably talked about it but you get a squirrel in the attic man is that a pain oh yeah, yeah. you 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 pretty you much got to trap you got to trap them there's no other way but to trap right. them in a in a in a one-way you, you uh, can't go in, up there you, you can't go up there with a 38 anymore 
No. You got to trap <laughs> yeah, them with right. a half-heart trap with peanut butter and take them somewhere. Well, tell your daughter the repels yeah. all work really well to get, get those critters away from your uh, situation. Yeah. Thanks, Steve, for your call. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas. I'm glad you glad you called. Yeah, ra- Chris reminded me raccoons also can get up to no good. They're, they're, they can chew and bite and... And cause all kinds of mischief and so on. Repels is a good product. Uh, Bonide was a sponsor of my Denver-based radio show for years, but I've used it. It's kind of a, it's interesting. It's a garlicky kind of base thing, and when you first spray it on, you can smell it. Now, what happens is as it dries, humans can't smell it, but animal, of course, nostrils are, and olfactory systems are more sensitive than ours, so the smell lingers. For a month or more, uh, and so it works pretty well. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Time for a break. Uh, 719-473-1240 is our contact line and live email at aroundthehouse.com. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to do Dutch's Home Improvement commercial now, and I want to remind you about windows. And windows, you know, if you got old windows, you could be wasting up to 30% of your natural gas money uh, because the windows, the old aluminum or steel or ugly wood windows from bygone years, they're just costing you a lot of money. I want you to call Dutch's at 719-392-1369 or Dutch'sHomeImprovement.com. They carry only the best brands of vinyl windows and the best installers in town. That's why Dutch has been around more than 30 years. They're fully licensed, of course, to have all the right insurance. Do you want to buy your windows from a local, well-known company, and that's Dutch's Home Improvement. Energy-efficient windows will save you money in the winter, of course. And if you have AC in the summer, it'll also keep the heat out of your house. And uh, so it's a year-round energy-saving thing. Don't waste your money uh, giving it to the uh, utility company called Dutch's Home Improvement. Get some new windows on your house, 719-392-1369. Need help with your next home project? Back to Around the House with Ken Moon. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you with us. We're doing gifts for the handyman, handy woman, handy folks in your in your life. One thing that uh, you may not, you know, this is a word that nobody wants to hear in their personal life, endoscope, uh, endoscopy. You know, you want to look in places you can't normally see. Well, there's an endoscope for the handyman. Uh, so you you can relax a little bit. Uh, I have one for my home inspecting business. You can see inside walls, around corners, under stuff. It's a fiber optic camera situation uh, that comes in a, a different lengths. But the one I have, I think I have a, well, you can get it up to 10 meters, which is what, 30 feet. I think I have a 16-footer. Anyway, it's a flexible fiber optic tube. And it has a handheld little screen, color, of course. Uh, it's battery-powered, a, char- a rechargeable battery. And they're only 50 bucks or so. And it'd be a cool gift for the kids uh, to get dad because uh, if you, uh, you know, if, and it, when you're working on a car engine, you drop parts and screws and bolts and even tools down where you can't really see them. So you can use this to take a look at where things are behind the washing machine, uh, inside, as I say, wall cavities, if you want to see if there's mold or wiring issue or what's going on inside a wall cavity, this endoscope is really kind of handy to look in places you can't normally look. So it's really easy to use, very intuitive. So you might look for one of those. Uh, Amazon, I bought mine at Amazon, but they're, they're all over the place. Also, another high-tech thing, that, that uh, a digital tape measure. 
which is just like it sounds. Um, you you measure uh, using a conventional tape measure, but you also get a digital readout, which is kind of handy if you have uh, you know like sight problems. You need stronger glasses or something. So a digital combination, digital and regular tape measure uh, is, is kind of fun. And they're, uh, they're uh, 25 bucks or uh, something like that. If the little kids want to get <clears throat> things for dad with their own money, I've got a whole list of those that we can go over. But if you have a, a gift for the handy man that you want to share with us that you found, you can give us a call, 719-473-1240 or live email at Around the House. Dot com. Here's some things for kids to get uh, to get dad or, or grandpa. Um, a screw-on gauge to check water pressure. This is we've, this comes up all year round on the program. People have plumbing noises, thumps and bangs, and and all kinds of weird ghost-like noises in their water system. Usually, it's a pressure issue. Your pressure is typically too high, but it can also can be too low, uh, uh, and uh, mostly it's almost always too high. A screw-on pressure gauge is about 10 bucks. You screw it onto a hose, if it's the washing machine hose connection or the outside hose connection, and you can tell what the water pressure is in your house, and it's helpful to know that. So the kids could get Dad one of those, as I say, 10 bucks or less, and usually you can find them at the home center in that sprinkler section, you know, where the lawn sprinkler stuff is. Okay, You never have enough extension cords. Okay, That's true at my house and probably yours, too. An outdoor extension cord uh, is a good gift for kids to get dad, and you can a, an extra one is good to have around. 16-gauge, for sure. You don't want anything smaller than 16-gauge. The, the the lower the number, the fatter the, the wire is. About 16 is about perfect for most applications. And they're, I don't know, 10 or 12 bucks, that kind of thing. Get a 50-footer, so that would be good, uh, a gift for kids to get with their own money. Let's see what else I have here. Uh, here's something that's uh, invaluable. If you, uh, particularly if you have girls, women in your house, have all kinds of jewelry, chains to untangle, maybe you have glasses to repair, a set of jeweler's screwdrivers, and they come a, a different size, you know, they a little plastic container, and you can get, you know, start with like six of them and get bigger and bigger kits, that kind of thing. But they're really good to have around. Little tiny slotted and Phillips screwdrivers are invaluable uh, as i say a good pocket knife if dad doesn't carry uh, or grandpa doesn't carry a pocket knife why <laughs> my question is why not you always need a pocket knife in your life except when you're flying out of uh, you know the springs airport maybe not i have I have to i've lost more pocket knives flying around the country so i've got a habit now of leaving it at home but a uh, good pocket knife a jack knife as we used to call it is a good thing and you spend a little extra money here for you can get cheap ones for five bucks but spend a little extra money the buck brand buck knives that's a, a an age-old brand a legacy brand that you might look for also uh let's oh this is here's something that's simple cheap but there's no substitute for again we're talking about kids buying stuff for dad or grandpa a magnetic kit with an extension rod Okay, and it's, it's you just pull it out an extension to get stuff you drop behind the work workbench or drop under the stove or the refrigerator or uh, in the you know behind something uh, maybe you have a file cabinet and stuff gets dropped behind a magnetic kit you just get all those screws nails bolts washers 
I just can sweep under that workbench and, and retrieve those. And that, I, I don't have a, uh, I can't remember the price here, but we're talking less than $10. So there's another another thing for kids, um, to kids to get uh, to get dad or grandpa. Also, if you have a, a kid that's getting getting ready to go to college, or maybe you have a son or daughter that's going out on their own, their college is over, they're going out their first job, get their first apartment, um, uh, or maybe they're going to rent a room somewhere or have roommates to share an apartment, get them a, a tool box and put the tools in yourself. Go, go to the, find the box first. Plastic is best, in my opinion. And and just go through and find a just a set of basic tools for that kid that's going away to college or off on their own. Like, obviously, needle-nose pliers, regular pliers, uh, a hacksaw, a little hammer, uh, of course, is a tape measure. You get the idea. Just kind of rummage around the tool section. Uh, you can even get a little package of, of uh, brads, picture hooks, uh, or really handy. You can get a variety pack of picture hooks and little uh, picture hooks and little nails and brads. Uh, that, that you can find them all over the place, and just put a little toolkit together as a great gift and wrap it up. and And there is a present for those uh, folks that are uh, you know going to leave the house or uh, maybe just hadn't t- thought about working with tools. But again, my recommendation is to start early with kids. If you have grandkids in your life uh, uh, that you know that don't really gravitate to fixing and repairing things what a great way to get them away from those wretched uh ipods and tablets and and uh, cell phones and so on start working with their hands it's it's really gratifying to fix and build things on your own and i you know do kids still build model airplanes glue them together not maybe not as much as we used to i guess we used to uh matt you're uh, you're a little more towards my age we used to hang it from the ceiling right We'd uh, put a thumbtack in the ceiling, which Dad really loved, and put strings on the B-29 or whatever and hang it from the ceiling. I don't know if kids do that anymore. You know, it might be a good idea if you've got an 8- or 9-year-old grand grandson to find a little kit of an old bomber or maybe a modern uh, uh, stealth bomber or something. Get some glue and put it together yourself. What a rewarding thing to do to keep the kids away from the from the iPhones. There's my song. We'll be right back, right after the news, right here on Around the House. Secular Christmas song. Of course, it's not a carol or anything, but I was telling the guys, a thousand years from now, they'll be playing that, that blue Christmas song. Remember when that album came out? It was 1957. It was the highest up till then selling Christmas album. I'm sure it's been eclipsed by now, but Elvis's Christmas album. Thank you for including that, guys. I'm an old Elvis fan, as you can as you can tell. Anyway, Merry Christmas and the best of the season. Happy Hanukkah to everybody in the audience. We'd love to have you get involved with the Around the House program. 719-473-1240 is the uh, contact line. And we have live email at aroundthehouse.com. Uh, Here's a, an email from Janet, which is near and dear to my heart because uh, it, I've had this issue in my life. Also, 
She says, Dear Ken, I have the Roaring Traffics Boom, which is, of course, a Cole Porter reference, uh, outside my window. Uh, and is that from Night and Day? I think so. Cole Porter, Night and Day. Anyway, um, we had new windows installed. Now it's even worse. So, yeah, and you know, Janet, the, the world, you may be, I don't know if it's worse. I can't imagine with new windows it would be worse unless the, they did a lousy job installing them. But you may be more aware of it because you were hoping the new windows would diminish the noise. The problem is the world has gotten louder over the years, louder. And folks, frankly, I don't want to sound Christmas season sounding so negative. People have gotten less, less, I don't know, polite, if that's the right word, less considerate of their neighbors, let alone the rest of the world. And so we have a lot more of the boombox thing. I mean, stereos have gotten more uh, more powerful, of course, car stereos. Now we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of watts. And loud mufflers now, the noise ordinances in cities are not enforced anymore. So the, anything goes when it comes to mufflers or even no mufflers at all. And that's a lot of vehicles. You know, I, I hate government regulation, but it, it seems to me that when we had you had to do an inspection sticker on cars uh maybe we didn't have as many lo- those loud mufflers anyway the world has gotten louder no doubt about it janet and i i sympathize with you uh about the roaring traffic's boom and the new windows of course would have been my first suggestion because windows are nothing but a hole in the side of your house and so that's where a lot of that noise comes in there's not a lot to be done but i can make a few suggestions um, uh, the, uh, you could also, you could add a third window pane inside your existing, uh, windows. That is, you could, uh, you've, you've got new windows now with two panes of glass a double pane, right? That's all windows. Now all new windows are double pane. You could add a third pane of glass, uh, what we call inside storm windows. And there is a little complicated to explain on the radio, but, uh, you can. Uh, they basically set inside a frame inside your existing window. So now instead of one airspace, you've got two airspaces and three panes of glass. That's another possibility. A good set of drapes along with insulated shades would be a good eye, a good idea. Now I know that doesn't help during the daytime when the sun is shining and you want to look outdoors. But insulated shades, cellular shades, if you will, or cellular blinds. I'm, that's a better way to put it are a good idea plus heavy darkening room darkening drapes would also help uh, with the window situation there's three ideas when it comes to the to the windows there's not a lot you can do about noise through the walls I mean, you it's, it's virtually impossible to add insulation to an existing uh to an existing wall cavity it just never works it's very expensive and there's so much stuff inside of a wall like pipes and wires and fire blocking and things you just it, it, it's just hopeless to try to add insulation inside a wall now you can add insulation on the outside of a wall surface if you were to put on uh, a, a new siding call my buddies over there at dutch's and get some new uh, steel siding on your house uh they will they could put a layer of insulating foam board uh maybe a half inch or even a, a, thicker than that under your new siding and that will help with the noise of course long term you can uh obviously uh, a layer of bushes and trees would help but yeah you know that's we're getting off into the into the wild blue yonder here but but i think if you solve the window issue uh that may be all you need to do so a third pane of glass 
inside storm windows, which you can get, you can you can find kits online to install them yourself, or you can have some, you know a window company come uh, come and do it. So uh, you know, I, I I hope it's a little helpful to you. I don't have any magic answers, but you're right. The windows themselves uh, at uh, are really the culprit because they're nothing but holes on the inside of your uh, of your of your you know holes in the wall system there's the the, their windows by their very nature the glass is hard so it picks up sound vibrations from the outside but that's the way it goes i guess so hope that's a little helpful to you Uh, i was asking the guys and they did a great job of research here Um, a gift for the handyman i have an led lux pro flashlight that i use for my when i do some home inspecting and the uh lux pro company uh has a a lot of these available at all over the place from uh 12 bucks chris was saying 29 59 and so on it's a great brand very reliable i've dropped mine a zillion times and it just just keeps on ticking as they say so lux pro l-u-x-p-r-o uh, there's some prices uh, 12 bucks 29 bucks 50 bucks so if you want to get dad a led flashlight that will last forever it's real they're really compact easy to hang on to uh, my lux pro has a little lanyard cord on it but they you know and i've seen those here there's pocket clips and so on so lux pro is a good brand look for that at lowe's and other places online uh, there's they also make a version that's a headband version which is really cool. You put around your yeah, forehead, and th- then you have both hands free to work on a, a project. Makes you look like some old coal miner from a hundred years ago. But uh, if if you want a brand name of a not terribly expensive LED flashlight that Dad will or Grandpa or anybody, any handy person will appreciate, it's the Lux Pro L U X P R O. So thanks for the research, uh, guys. That's that's. That's my recommendation, big time, uh, for, and I've loved mine, and I've loved it for years. Um, and the hand, headband version, uh, Dad may have a couple LED flashlights around now, but I bet he doesn't have a headband version of it, and that would be a fun thing for the kids to get. Seven one nine four seven three twelve forty. If you've got an idea for a handyman gift, you can give us a call or email me at aroundthehouse.com. My site is uh, there's an easy way to click on. There's an icon there, contact. Can that you can, I'll see it right here in the studio. And also, if you want to listen to the podcast, and lots of people are downloading our podcast, that you can do that at uh, at uh, my site aroundthehouse.com. It'll take you right to the KRDO site and uh, and just download or listen to the podcast as you would like. We have them going back to the first weekend in July, right? So we've got we're getting close to six months worth here. So yeah, we'd appreciate it if you do that. We had a lot of good podcast participation and we really really like that and the podcast of this show will be uh, online a couple hours after we within a couple hours after we go off the year i don't want to hold you to it right chris but we'll get that done it's coming up to quarter past the hours so we'll take a break and be back with some more great email from this week and more gifts for the handy folks in your life right after this on around the house I want to talk to you about Above the Rest. What a great name for a garage door company. And if you take your faithful garage door for granted, as many folks do, I want you to give them a call because I I signed up for this premier membership program that they have, and it's 
surprisingly inexpensive and it means that every six months they'll come do a tune-up at my house of my garage door they tighten the loose nuts and bolts and there always are some lubricate the moving parts adjust the springs if they need to and just make sure everything's operating as the door was designed but most of all it's operating safely and efficiently and when you sign up for it they'll waive the 150 trip fee for emergency calls so What's, what do you got to lose? What's not to like? Above the rest, Garage Door Company, they came to my house. Ed did the work, and it was didn't take too long. And now I feel like my door's ready to go for the winter weather ahead. You'll be glad you did. Your garage door will be glad you did when you sign up for the program. Above the rest, call them at 719-499-0491. That's 499-0491. Things break around the house. That's why there's the Around the House program with Ken Moon. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. It's 19 minutes after the hour. I want to shout out to our friends up in Casper. Casper KTWO, a loyal station, been with me now for, I think, a little over 20 years. I think maybe 1998 when Casper jumped on board. KTWO is 50,000 watts. It covers Wyoming pretty much corner to corner so we're glad that uh, k2 is on the line uh, with us at the program i have a lot of friends in uh, in casper so we're glad you guys are with us of course our uh, home uh, ship here our uh, you know our, our, our what am i trying to say our flagship station mothership there you go krdo am and fm in the uh, in the springs which gets us down into pueblo in the arkansas valley and and all that so we're glad you're with us we'd love it if you check in with us at 719-473-1240 or aroundthehouse.com click on email ken here's donna sent an interesting email my my mother lives in an older ranch style home she reports that there is some sort of vibration that happens at odd times especially at night any ideas well you know we were talking about animals i don't think it's animal sounds because it You'd hear squirrels running around in the in the in the attic and that kind of thing, but it can be other things mechanical, and it's going to be hard to figure this out. Uh, I'll just give you some ideas uh, that occurred to me. Um, a sump pump. If she has a sump pump, sometimes those go on and off at random times, and they can make kind of a thunk when they because there's a check valve, so the uh, the pipes are usually attached to the wood under the house and that can go thunk in the middle of the night a water softener water softeners always recharge in the middle of the night because you don't want to have them recharged when you're using water for because uh, they'll contaminate the uh the the uh, resin beads and so on in the water softener so they can go on and off and make little thunky vibrating sounds as they purge themselves and as they drain the uh the effluent away and so on if she has a water softener toilet tank flapper valve can make noise it can there can be a leak and then it can fill the toilet and drain and up and down and yeah thunk thunk and click click that kind of thing um uh, the heating system of course ductwork that's more of a click type sound or well it can be a thump i guess it's more of a tick 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 kind of click sound uh so uh, if you're if if there's a correlation with the heating system comes on and she hears the noise and or, or it goes off and she hears the noise it can be either one or both um, the refrigerator compressor of course goes on and off all night long and that can make a thunk kind of sound so those are some candidates the most obvious ones and uh you donna you may have to spend the night at mom's house 
to get to the bottom of the of the noise but it would be nice to have some correlations with furnace going on and off that kind of thing and and uh you just have to kind of eliminate one thing uh at a time of course isn't there a shakespeare there's a shakespearean in one of his plays he talks about things that go thunk in the night and and mysterious noises that that in the daytime would not be a problem at all but make us uneasy during that i look i should look that up it's a it's a a, a speech from one of his plays about things that can disturb in the night uh, that in the daytime would not be a, a big problem. So don't be afraid is kind of the bottom line of that. So anyhow, uh, I hope that's helpful to you. What else do we have here? Um, this is from, uh, let's see here. Hang on just a minute. This is from Olivia, which I love that name, by the way. Uh, we are adding heat cables on the north side gutters per your advice you think the outside outlet is a GFI type? It's a 2002 house. Yeah, I do think it's a GFI, and you want to make sure that you plug any outdoor lights and heating cable or anything else that you use outdoors into a GFI outlet. GFI's ground fault interrupter uh, uh, devices, outlets, have been required since the really the kind of the mid to late 70s. Uh, around all the sinks, the garage, the outdoor outlet, storage sheds, that kind of thing. So I guarantee you have a, unless somebody's changed it over the years, you have a GFI outlet. Um, you can check this yourself by a little tester. The testers have come with a built-in testing button. You plug it into the outlet, you push the tester button, and if the outlet goes off, then you know it's GFI. But I'm sure it is in a 2002 house. Now, GFIs are required a lot of other places like some pumps and laundry and around the kitchen sink, not just the bathrooms and on and on. So uh, I'm sure that's the case. But heating cables on the north side gutters, good idea to avoid ice dams and icicles in your life. If we ever get any snow, snow first got to have snow before we're going to have icicles and ice dams, right? And we need precipitation. By the way, it reminds me, if you get a 50, 60-degree day and one of these days, you want to do some winter watering. We talked about this with John Creddy. You want to water the flower gardens and young trees and bushes and especially your lawn so those roots don't desiccate and dry out. You'll have a lot of winter kill. So every month or so, uh, turn on that sprinkler or get the hoses and the sprinklers out to to uh, make sure that you get the winter watering done, especially flower gardens with all those bulbs, tulips, and daffodils and things that are going to pop up, uh, peonies and everything. They need a little water uh, during the winter to keep those uh bulbs nice and nice and uh, moist uh let's see here stephanie says i've tried everything i can to remove old wallpaper i've scored it soaked it scraped it i don't know what else to do what can i do well you can rent a wallpaper uh, uh steamer uh I, I don't i guess you still can i haven't seen one in a long time you could steam it off i've also had folks tell me they tented the wall with heavy plastic and ran a couple of cold steam vaporizers like we use in kids' bedrooms up under that tent to just moisten things up and get the humidity up. Uh, and that try that also. And they, it may just release. You may have old wallpaper with no underlying sizing. In other words, there's no paint or anything. They might have uh, put wallpaper right on the new drywall, the gypsum paper of the sheetrock itself. Uh, and and that that particularly with old wallpapers like foils and things, 
that are almost impossible to get off without tearing the paper on the surface of the uh, of the drywall. So uh, I would try steaming it off. And if you can't, uh, without you don't want to spend a lot of extra effort on this, uh, Stephanie, I, I would just cover it with more wallpaper. I know you probably want to get away from wallpaper altogether, but sometimes the only defense mechanism here is to add more wallpaper. You can get liner papers. They're like they're kind of a a kind of a blah, kind of a brownish gray uh, layer of paper that goes underneath, and then put new wallpaper on top. It doesn't have to be flowery uh, wallpaper, gaudy like your grandmother had. It can simply be uh, a muted texture, like you'd find in an office building, like a tan or a gray, that will cover what you have now, and you won't have to worry about getting the old stuff, the old stuff off. So, I hope that's helpful. It is a little bit of a struggle, especially if it wasn't applied appropriately we're supposed to we used to do sizing uh, on wallboard surfaces or sheetrock surfaces and of course now we do primer paints and so on so you can wallpaper and be assured that the wallpaper will ultimately come off so i hope that's helpful to you uh let's see what else here 719-473-1240 uh we were talking about little gifts that kids can uh, spend their own money on for dad uh, and do a workshop and garage area uh, uh, things that uh, that you know you might not have around the house. You could check this out, but here's some more ideas. I like there's two products that are indispensable to me. One's they're similar names: Goof Off and Goo Gone. Goof Off is kind of like the old lighter fluid kind of thing. It's a great solvent for anything that's uh, greasy or. Uh, that that uh, you, know, you know, like old dried latex paint is hard to get off of surfaces, and a goof off works well for that. It's like just a solvent. Goo gone is a little more sophisticated. That's more for greasy lipstick. Uh, if you have uh, uh, price stickers on the bottom of a coffee cup that you bought someplace, uh, anything with glue based, goo gone works really well. It smells good too. It's got a lemony uh, kind of scent. So goof off and goo gone are really good products to have in any workshop. Knee pads for gardening make crawl spaces easier to get around in. Knee pads are not terribly expensive. You can get a good set for 20 bucks or so, uh, and uh, they're invaluable to have. You don't have any have any now. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, a safety kit for the workshop. Again, we're talking about things that kids can get, kids or grandkids with their own money. A basic workshop safety kit. Goggles are very important around the workshop. A lot of us he-men men don't like to put goggles on. They think we're sissies, uh, you know, kind of thing. But no, uh, goggles are a big deal around the workshop. Gloves and, of course, dust masks. Of course, there's no shortage of dust masks now. Everybody's got 10 in their glove compartment in the car, uh, among other things. So dust masks are a step down from our COVID masks, but they, they work equally well. Uh, latex gloves you can never have enough latex gloves uh, around the around the house when, when you're handling paint and and sticky things i have uh, a, a big i got a box of like several hundred that i have that i use all the time latex gloves are good to have around the workshop for sure so there's some more ideas oh and we just talked about this an electrical polarity tester i'm amazed that people don't have these it's a little gizmo uh, it's about a two, couple inches wide and three or four inches long with, with three prongs on it that you use to test outlets. It's a, it's a little gizmo gadget, uh, you could call it, to see if an outlet's wired properly, to see if there's any power there at all. 
And they come with a GFI test button. You can test the ground faults in your bathrooms and kitchens and so on. It's nice to know that an outlet's wired okay and that there's power at the in the outlet itself. These they're they're less than ten bucks for a polarity tester. Every house should have one so you can see what's going on in your electrical uh, system. So there you go. There's something else. It's half past the hour, so let's take another break and be back with uh, more email from this week right after this. Right here on Around the House, 719-473-1240. Here's a commercial for a name I know you've heard around town. They've been around more than 30 years. That's Dutch's Home Improvement. I met met Gary, the owner of Dutch's. I'm impressed with his commitment to top quality and good old-fashioned customer service. It's a big deal, customer service in this industry particularly. If you have ugly old windows, steel, wood, or aluminum windows from bygone years, you want to get rid of those because you're wasting a lot of energy. Maybe up to 30% of your energy is leaking out through those old, ugly windows. And when you get new windows from Dutchess, your house will look more modern, more updated, be prettier anyway. But you'll be saving energy summer and winter. Summer because you have AC and you want to keep the heat out. And winter, you want to keep the heat in. I don't know how the window knows the difference, but it gets it done. 719, that's an old joke, right? 719-392-1369 for Dutchess or Dutchesshomeimprovement.com. Get some new windows on your house, maybe even a rebate available. But you need to get this done to save energy this winter. Dutchess, 392-1369. Fix-It videos can be so confusing. Let Ken Moon walk you through it on Around the House. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. It's 24 minutes before the hour on the Around the House program. Let's talk to Aaron on line one. Aaron, you're on the air with Ken Moon on Around the House. Hi. Hey, Ken. Hey, I wanted to follow up on that wallpaper issue. Yeah. Uh, you're your uh, uh, person not having a luck removing it. So I've only run into that a couple of times uh, in the years I've been doing this. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's the worst. I know it. Uh, the, what I would say is uh, that's worked well for us is to, to get one of those penetrating primers. Uh, the Roman Pro 999, they changed their formula, and it's a good penetrating primer now. And then, but uh, for many years, guards uh, kills. Or I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, Zinzer. Zinzer makes it. It's, the, uh, the bullseye. The bullseye stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's well. It's uh, I, I think uh, bullseye is a different uh, product that's similar to it. But uh, the guards is a penetrating primer that will help just hold whatever wallpaper is still there. It'll hold it there, and then just put a light skim coat over it. And then your your uh, color, they don't have to go back with wallpaper. They can just paint on it. Well, that's fine. You're talking about a light skim coat of like like some kind of wallpaper. Um, and I'm sorry, like drywall mud. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know that's I I get the theory of it. I've just I've never seen people. Of course, it sounds like this is what you do for a living. Most homeowners can't apply a, a light texture to a wall and make it look any good. Do you have any tips in that in that respect, Aaron? Practice. Practice, okay. I mean, if, if they're wanting to do it themselves and they're dedicating so much time yeah. to, to picking at wallpaper like that, it sounds like they, they want to do it themselves and yeah. have a little pride in their own in their own home, and that's great. Uh, you know, practice yeah. a little bit. See how it, how it does, and if they don't like it, then, you know, 
call a call a professional. You can always, but, yeah. Uh, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that like in, in new home construction where uh, there'll be a plumbing leak and they got to cut a hole in the kitchen ceiling. Uh, some of those professional. And do you do this by the way for a living? Uh, patch I do. drywall holes. Boy, you guys are just oh, are, no, not uh, patching. Uh, okay, I do the wallpaper. Oh, you do. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, of course, there's. But yeah, there's things that I have to to patch here and there just to uh, just to work with the wallpaper. So yeah, I mean, I, I've kind of developed a hand for it uh, just by by doing it. But that's that's how I've. Well, I was going to say some of those guys that, that patch those holes and retexture are just artists. I mean, they just make an invisible patch, which is really pretty, uh, pretty uh, amazing to me. But are you are you saying are you in the wallpaper business? I am. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit because I I come from a background. I'm a lot older than you. I know I am. I back in New England where when I was a kid, every house was wallpapered. As a matter of fact, those old plaster houses were held together with wallpaper. Even this, we even do the ceilings. I remember. Uh, but uh, wallpaper is it making a comeback? I hope you're going to say yes, Aaron, because I'm oh a wallpaper goodness. guy. And uh, tell, tell me a little bit for the past. Well, uh, it's been the top design trend uh, in the world. Uh, if you look at design magazines, uh, you'll, you're, you're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of textures that that wallpaper will give you. Uh, that sure you can put a texture with a with, with a surface compound or a spray. Uh, you can put all kinds of like hand trowel texture on there. But uh, wallpaper gives you the ability nowadays to you can. You can put this texture on there, and then a couple years down the road, you can take it right back down. The adhesives are so much better uh, nowadays than even you know 15 years ago. You know, so we're so we're, we've I, gone away I, from the old flowery designs when I when I was a kid. There would be great big uh, lilies and and uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll just roses and things on dining room walls. Quality. We're down into the more subtle stuff now, is what you're saying, huh? Well, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's kind of a two part approach. You can have your wallpaper be your art, or right. you can have it be your background. It can be the canvas where you hang art, or you hang right. decorations in the room. So it can complement whatever whatever you're going for. One of my favorite treatments, and I don't know if this is still popular or not, is to use wallpaper borders, maybe at 32 inches or 36 off the floor, and maybe around the ceiling where the ceiling and wall come together, the top of the wall. Are we still doing that some, just to add a little accent to, like, small rooms and so on? Mm, no, I've not done that in a long time, and borders are actually they're, they're almost as hard to remove as uh what your what your okay. uh, uh caller or whoever wrote in with yeah. the problem there it's that hard to remove well okay so borders are not in okay well i haven't you're right i haven't seen them for a while but i know that was a way people would take a little half bath and kind of experiment can i hang wallpaper put put a border on but i think this lady that i can't remember her name now that uh, texted me or emailed me I think she's got an older home where they just drywalled, put the sheetrock up, and put wallpaper with the old-fashioned paste right on the on the drywall. Is that is that your feeling too? I, that's kind of what it what it sounds like. That does. I've I've probably only seen that twice, uh, and the continued steaming of that is going to just cause her to pull the that cardboard face of the drywall yeah. 
off with it, which is going to leave more problems. Also, she'll have to again use that that penetrating primer just to seal that up. Sure. Anyway, well, I she hadn't done any steaming at all, and I suppose it's worth. I mean, I have had callers that call and say they've had good luck with it, but you don't know what what the background is, and and I, you know, I frankly like your approach because I've always said to people if you're gonna uh, if if you want to. Um, you know, the first thing, the easiest thing is to put a texture wallpaper right over old wallpaper. But as you say, if you're not handy or, or not, uh, is that not acceptable to you? It's not something you want to do. You can always go back to a regular wall surface. But I do like your idea of the textured wallpaper as a decorating background. And, and you can pick colors that would make your art kind of stand out. That's what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, as, a, as decorations go. But I'm also I'm also a guy. I'm not all that into the the decorating side of it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have an eye for that. How on how on? Uh, I gotta ask how you got in the wallpaper business because it's such an unusual thing these days to hear that. Tell me what what's your background? Grew up with it. Okay. My grandmother uh, back in Indianapolis used to used to basically flip houses before it was calling flipping. Yeah. Uh, she would uh, she would literally go to. Uh, uh, a distressed house she would she would buy it um and, and my granddad he was uh he was a long-haul truck driver so she kind of ran things and so she uh one of her many skills was she did wallpaper and sure. so she taught that skill to my mom and my mom has been all over the place doing it and uh me one of seven kids we didn't have daycare we, it was come to work <laughs> uh and and we got that exposure real young in life and um well i went off to the navy for several years and came back and been doing it uh i, I wasn't i didn't intend to fall back into the wallpaper business but yeah. i enjoyed being around my family after missing out on that all those years and so I've enjoyed it in this in the season of my life. Well, listen, I want to no, two I, things. I want to say yeah. two three things. I want to say thank you for your service in the Navy, and I I would love it if you'd uh, give an opportunity to tell the name of your company. Uh, so you could oh, do that Heritage if you want to. Thank you. Say again. Heritage Wallpaper and Blinds. Very good. And uh, the third thing was I wanted to say Merry Christmas. Thanks for your call, Aaron. Uh, and I'm up to date now on wallpaper. So listen, I hope you have a great holiday season. Yes, sir. You too. Okay. Take care. care. It was a good call. Yeah. Wallpaper is just not the in thing anymore. People are afraid of it because they think that, uh, what if I don't like it? Well, what if you don't like it? Just wallpaper over it. You can keep putting layers on until the room gets smaller if you want to. Anyway, it's quarter till the hour. Now we're going to take a another break uh more guests for the handyman right after this and some really interesting emails from this week we'll do it right after this right here on around the house one of my loyal sponsors is Petroli Roofing. As a matter of fact, they sponsor the Ken Moon Minutes uh, five days a week at 7.40 a.m. I'm sure of that, uh, and we're glad they do that. Petroli Roofing, you don't think about roofing so much in the wintertime, but they have this, uh, once again, they're offering this 21-point roof inspection uh, to check out your roof. Maybe there's old damage you're not even aware of, and up to 200 feet of gutter cleaning, if you haven't done that yet, and minor repairs to make sure your roof's ready for the winter. Winter's hard on your roof, so make sure you're ready for all the winter weather ahead by calling Petroli at 719-375-8773 or PetroliRoofing.com. If they find damage up there that's more extensive, 
Well, their competitive prices won't break your budget, but they can also help you with an insurance claim if that's appropriate. So uh, make sure your roof's okay for the winter season ahead by calling my friends at Petrolli Roofing, the go-to roofer in town. They've been around for uh, going on 40 years or so. Call them. It's 375-8773. Got to fix the problem at your house? Ken Moon is here to help. Give him a call now at 719-473-1240. That's 719-473-1240. Hey, welcome back to the program. Our podcasts are available of this show after a couple hours after we go off the air. And going back to the first week in July, if you want to go to aroundthehouse.com, click on listen to podcasts or go to the KRDO uh, site, radio site, uh, and uh, .com, krdo.com. And the podcasts are available, getting lots of participation and and uh, lots of folks are downloading and listening to the podcasts, and uh, we're glad, we're grateful for that. So uh, take a look there. And also, if you're out of town and want to listen to the program, there's a Listen Live button there also uh, at aroundthehouse.com, as well as hundreds of my, uh, I think I can say hundreds, yeah, probably several hundred of my columns going back uh, 15 years or so, and a bunch of other stuff, blogs and so on. And if you want to uh, find a handyman, uh, a person in the uh, in the Springs area, uh, mom and pop type, we give a little forum there, a freebie for mom and top small, mom and pop small businesses, tile and painting and handyman, general handyman stuff. I have not vetted these people, but so you're on your own. But they're there at the blog area at aroundthehouse.com. Uh, so let me see here. Oh, here's an interesting email from Tom. Uh, we have a main floor washer and dryer set up and, uh, there's this awful smell when the washing machine runs. Any idea what's going on? Well, I I have a pretty good idea. If it's a main floor washer and dryer, uh, the city requires a floor drain under that washing machine. And, uh, now the problem is the floor is level. So if the washing machine leaks, the water isn't necessarily going to go into the floor drain, but it's required anyway. So if you get a strong flashlight, kneel down there and look under their washing machine or maybe even under the dryer. It's in the general area. You might see a floor drain in the floor that uh, it's probably letting sewer gas uh, come out that you're complaining about. When the washing machine dumps, and modern washing machines have a strong strong pumps in them, and they they blow water down through that pipe and up and out of the, out of the way, well, that airflow probably... Uh, affects the trap of the floor drain we're talking about under the washing machine so that's probably where the smell is coming from so i want you to uh, you have to move the washing machine out of the way and dump a couple of pints of mineral oil down the hole that won't evaporate like water it'll seal that traps to hold the sewer gas uh, away from you know you're away from the room and you don't get that smell anymore but if water gets in the floor it'll you know oil floats so it'll the water will push the mineral oil out of the way anytime you have a floor drain whether it's down near the water heater which all of us have you want to the mineral oil really is a great thing to use because it's lightweight it's what we used to and i don't think they do this anymore mineral oil was what they would give kids if they had gi like constipation kind of thing they would you take a teaspoon of mineral oil and it was worse than the disease itself as i remember but that's what we use it's a really lightweight oil as i'm recalling that properly so it's, you can get it at the drugstore in the uh, you know at safeway or someplace like that mineral oil is lightweight it doesn't leave a sticky residue behind 
dump it in those traps to seal the traps from that sewer gas smell. I had a lady call uh, the show years ago and said that she she followed my advice, but there's all this yellow sticky stuff all over the floor drain. She had used vegetable oil. So vegetable oil, of course, is it's not lightweight, and when there's a little evaporation that occurs, it leaves a residue behind. So mineral oil is really lightweight, and that's what you need uh, you need to use. Um, so uh, that that's the story here. And if you if you, I was going to say, Tom, uh, finish up this email. You've got a main floor washer and dryer. I would put a water alarm down there someplace because if you if you do get an overflow where the hoses burst in the washing machine or whatever happens you don't want that to go undetected and you don't want it to last long and so you can get a uh, at, uh online you can find some a valve we talked about this a couple of weeks ago i think you can buy little solenoid valves to go on your washing machine hoses and a little water sensor on the floor if there's any moisture sensed it'll shut the valves off because nobody cl- you're supposed to theoretically close off your hot and cold feed to the washing machine after you use it nobody does that but if there's a leak you want that water alarm to sense the leak and uh, you know either let you know with a loud squeal but if you're not home it'll turn those valves off you can get a kit and they're about a hundred and oh i don't know maybe 150 bucks or so online so it's a water alarm a solenoid valve kit uh that it boy i'll tell you what 150 isn't very much money to spend to save thousands of dollars in uh in costs when there's a flood from your washing machine so thanks for that email i think that's what's going on you're selling smelling that stinky sewer gas from the uh from the washing machine actually doing its thing and dumping dumping water out 719-473-1240 and live email at aroundthehouse.com i uh, want to say merry christmas and all the best of the season and happy hanukkah to all of you uh here on the uh on the program we Really appreciate your listening, and I let's see what we got here. Um, here's a couple emails that came in lately. We'll kind of get these out of the way. Um, this is from uh, Chris in the Arkansas Valley. Bought a house in the Arkansas Valley area, and my dishwasher, which is new, leaves a residue in the dry dishes. Will a filter help this? I don't think so. I think you maybe need to do a little... If you say residue, I don't. I hope you. I don't know if you mean food residue or some other kind of residue. I would make sure your water is hot enough, and you want to have 120 minimum, but 130 is better for your water. Use a little more soap. You might not be using enough soap. If you're in the Arkansas Valley, you may have a little hard water down there from the river, and so I would go to the png.com Procter and Gamble website. Put a little more soap in there than you've been using, and, and turn up the. Turn up the uh, water heater temperature. You can get a candy thermometer and measure the water heater temperature if you'd like. And so try that. A little more soap, and you make sure you use that. Uh, the the you, you have the the soap dish with the flapper on it, right? But there's another soap dish. You want to put some soap in there when you start your load to kind of pre-wash things. So a little hotter water. I don't think a filter will help, but. Uh, send me another email if that doesn't help or a little more uh, in terms of this one what kind of residue we're talking about um, let's see feral cats says this is from Veliza vielza i hope i pronounced that correctly uh feral cats using the side of the house as a poop area i poured a repels all but they're back and so is the poop oh man bless your heart well uh yeah I, the, the repels all 
uh, will work for cats. I've, I've heard people give me that feedback. But I'm wondering how long since you've put it on. So I would uh, do it every 30 days. Uh, if that, if that, I hope that helps you. Uh, I would spray the whole area uh, every 30 days because outside, you know, th- uh, this kind of uh, time of year, we get a lot of, uh, you know, you get snow and melting snow and uh, you get the sunshine kind of cooking away that stuff. So uh, I would put it on a little more often. Uh, and the repels all, I hope you get the right product now. R E P E L S, right? And the new word A L L, that's by the Bonide. Uh, people and if that doesn't work there are other animal repellents that you can find uh, online if you just go to google put in cat repellent uh, you'll find um, not not just uh, you know you'll find products that you can spray on and use for that some people think mothballs help with cats cats don't like the smell of mothballs so you might scatter some mothballs in the area where their cats are doing their thing so i hope that's helpful for you let me know a little more detail here but every 30 days on the repels all, try the mothball thing. I've heard people use that uh, with some success. So that's all she wrote for the program today. Uh, again, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to all of you in the in the audience. The podcast, Chris will put it up here in, uh, in a, within a couple hours after the show goes off. So we'll see you next time. We'll talk next week about some more gifts for the for the handyman for sure. So Chris Moyer and Matt McKinley, thanks in the control room for your help as always. Thanks for bringing the Christmas music in, and we will see you next time. God bless. Have a wonderful week. And if you want to email me during the week, aroundthehouse.com. We'll see you next time right here on Around the House. Just a little Bob Slim, we call little Saint Nick, but she'll walk us